0: Baker's got plenty of doubters. We know that, including his own offensive coordinator. Will he prove everyone wrong in Carolina? Like a bridge over troubled waters, could Jimmy G really be the Niners' week one starter? Oh, wow. And number one pick... Van Caro making his summer league debut last night, looking pretty, 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 pretty darn good. Welcome to a wonderful edition. Of first things first, Jenna, Nick, Chris Broussard, Kevin Wilds. Falo, got you back on the uh, frisky magic, Kevin Wilds.
1: No. Okay. Jenna, are you, I, first of all, I hope you feel. I hope you feel better. <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> quick
1: announcement before the show starts.
0: Shut up, Nick. I don't July want to hear July
1: fourteenth. No, Nick, it's okay. July fourteenth. I will be unveiling the newest Frisky team in the NBA. Mark it down on your calendars early. Next Thursday, oh, the Frisky debut.
0: That is Why big. I'm so far away. <laughs> It's a long time. That's on Thursday, Jenna. All right, we got to start this morning. I know,
2: Thursday.
0: Thursday. I'm I'm about today or no day. Uh, Start this morning with the latest on the bidding war for KD or the lack thereof. Not happening, at least not yet, according to Wendy. Teams around the league, oh, they want him, and they've made initial offers for him, but nobody's in a rush right now to up those offers. Wild, do you think a team should break the bank to land Kevin Durant?
1: Yes, and the reason that teams aren't is because NBA front offices and fan bases are suffering from a terrible malady, and that malady is optimism fever. Oh, optimism fever. I've seen it pop up online a few times. Raptor, I I wouldn't trade Scottie Barnes for Kevin Durant. Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. Jalen Brown's only going to get better. We were just in the finals. No. You're suffering, just like that cough, from optimism fever. <laughs> Here is the truth. I went back, Nick, and looked at your top 50 uh, players of the last 50 years. And I just focused yeah. on the top 15. So there, for, for yeah. the sake of the suspense... We couldn't use this graphic because you're still unveiling them on YouTube and the podcast. But
3: the t- so then we
1: just. But put we the can say
3: who the top five top... are. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: so don't, don't worry, ahead. my friend. I got it. I got another graphic yeah. made. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. So here are the top fifty. In the last forty years, if you want to win a championship, you basically need to have one of these guys on your team. In the last. 40... 40 years, there have only been four teams, let me make sure I have this right four teams that have won the championship without one of these guys an all time great, a legendary top 15 players. The Chaunceys Pistons, the Celtics with KG, which by the, by the way, he's number 22nd on your list, the Mavs with Dirk, who is yeah. 16 on your list, and the Raptors with yeah. Kawhi. So the idea yep. that teams won't trade for Kevin Durant. Because they think they're close to winning a championship. They think if the ball bounces another way here or there, we could be there. It's not true. At best, it's going to play out exactly how we saw Warriors-Celtics play out. Where you have one team with a kind of superstar, should probably be out of club superstar, and another star, and a solid team, and a solid defense, and a good coach. And the other team has an all-time great player. And that team wins. So if you're close To winning the championship man make the move for kevin durant because you are further away from a championship than you think if you're holding on to star players and not going after legendary players nick make the
3: move
2: brew go ahead wilds yeah i don't disagree with your premise it's right but first of all anyone who wouldn't trade Jalen brown for kevin durant needs their head examined seriously well, and those we're not talking, message the And Scotty, Scotty Barnes for Kevin Durant. It's not just Scotty, Scotty Barnes. It would be, have to be Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam, or Scotty Barnes and Ogianna Nobu plus Fred uh, Fred Van Vleet. Like, here's what's happening: Wilds, okay, a contending team can't break the bank for Kevin Durant because you got to give up your core. So if if Phoenix, for instance, gives up Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, who they don't even want, they're left with Kevin Durant and an old Chris Paul. Is that team winning the championship? Uh, no. All right, if Miami gives up Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler, of uh, uh, I mean, none, neither of those guys is close to Kevin Durant. That's really kind of a fair trade on paper. They're not a contender if you got KD, and old Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero. And then you go to, so that takes care of the contenders. Then the old, the young teams. The young teams that are bad teams, I should say. Like a Sacramento, we joked, oh, they could send him wherever they want. They could send him to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Well, Sacramento knows, you know what? If we gave up, say, De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis a bonus for Kevin Durant, and then a year from now, Kevin Durant obviously isn't going to be happy in Sacramento. Yeah. He would want a trade. In fact, I don't even know if he'd wait a year. He might just to be polite and and nice, but he'd want out of there immediately. So that takes care of a lot of contenders and a lot of That's right. you know bad teams. And then here's the final thing, Nick. Uh, Durant is 34 years old in September, he'll be He is entering his 15th year. He played 90 games over the last three years. 90 games. We get on Kyrie. Kyrie played more than Kevin Durant did. And and here's the kicker. We've seen Kevin Durant in the NBA for 11 years without Golden State. Uh, Ten of those years, he played with another superstar. Hasn't won a championship. So why at Kevin Durant now he's going to do something at 34 that he hasn't done in 11 years when he was younger? Well, so I think those are all the factors that are weighing into teams not breaking the bank for Kevin Durant. So, and it's why I think,
3: and, and then I, I I've got a list for that I want to show you guys, but I want to address what you said first. It's why I think the Suns and the Pelicans. Are the two teams in that Goldilocks zone? Because I don't think the Suns would be trading Booker. I think they'd be trading Bridges, Aiton, and every pick they possibly can, and swaps in the other years. Not and enough. do I think for a short period of time? Oh, well, well, well. You say it's, it's not, not enough, enough, but that's going we're going to get to that point. Well, I don't. We don't know if that's enough or not because we don't know what other offers they have. And they obviously they can't trade for Booker anyway. They meaning the Nets as long as mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is there. Right. I think the Pelicans trade was, that I've talked about, where you would keep Zion, keep CJ, and get an all-star in Brandon Ingram, plus a billion picks, might be the best they can do. But I want to correct one misnomer out there. Folks keep saying that Kevin Durant is the most valuable trade asset in NBA history. Like, he will be the best player ever traded. It, it, but it's just not true, because of his age and it's his green. his injury history. The, well, in modern NBA history. What they're talking about is that they will get the biggest haul that anyone's ever gotten for a player in modern NBA history. Anthony Davis, at 26 years old, when he was guaranteed to sign a long-term contract, was flatly a more valuable trade asset than Kevin Durant is right now. And Anthony Davis, what'd you get? Uh, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, the number four pick, two more first-round picks, and a pick swap. I would argue the Paul George trade that was more valuable than Kevin Durant only because you weren't trading for Paul George. You were trading for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And they got Gallo, SGA, five first-round picks, and two swaps. The trade that I think is of about equivalent value is when the Nets traded for Harden. And that's about what the Nets should be looking to get back. The Nets gave away four Harden, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, four firsts and four swaps. When you hear that the Nets want all-star players and half a dozen picks, that's not going to happen for a 34-year-old Kevin Durant. That would be the package for Giannis. It would not be the package for a 34-year-old Kevin Durant. So I think right now the Nets have to recognize that. I also think they have to recognize this. And, Brew, I want your take on this. There, I know the NBA trade rules, it's hard to do one-for-one trades. Ignore contracts for a moment. Ignore salaries. There are 10 guys in the league that I would not yes. give up straight up for Kevin Durant. Here are the 10. The 10 guys I would not trade you straight up for Kevin Durant. Got, the top five are list. obvious. Okay, why is it an insane list? Tell me why. The, I, I, now, the thing. Now keep in mind, I don't have Scottie Barnes on there. I would trade oh, Scottie God. Barnes, even though he's 21 years okay. old. Evan Mobley... Listen, if people are going to take issue with Evan Mobley, I am. let me say this on the front end, I am incredibly high on Evan Mobley. I think he has Kevin Garnett potential. He's 21 years old. I'd rather us not just argue about Evan Mobley. If you guys want to make it a nine-person list, so be it. But I would not trade Anthony Edwards straight up for KD. I would not trade Zion Williamson straight up for KD. I would not trade trade Jason Tatum, John Morant, or those top five guys straight up for Kevin Durant. And I don't think those teams would either, Wilds.
2: Okay, uh, I would trade Zion straight up for Kevin Durant because of the injury issues. Now, Zion had didn't have injury concerns. I'm with you. But because of the injury, I don't know what I'm going to get from Zion Williamson. So I would definitely do that and feel like with C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram, I got a chance to win the championship. All right, Anthony Edwards, I love as I love Zion. But Nick, this is going to shock you. Now that they've traded for Rudy Gobert, so they have Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Kevin Durant, that that's a guarantee, a guaranteed, yeah, a guaranteed championship. That but work. that's a team that can compete, has a good chance to win a championship. I would go for it. You I may totally never get, get a chance like that ever in Minnesota. And here's the other thing, Nick. Anthony Edwards looks like a budding superstar has cr- tremendous charisma and personality. He stole the show in the movie Hustle that just came out. Who's to say, and I, I hate to put this out there, but who's to say in five or six years, he's not going to leave Minnesota? I mean, he may be bigger. they were like, I, I, I'm bigger than Minnesota. We're already talking about Donovan Mitchell needs to get out of Utah. Anthony Davis yeah, but spent seven eight- years in New Orleans. And so that's my thing. Anthony Edwards might want a jet. I think I could win a championship if I'm Minnesota In half, with KD. It. I would do that. I would do that.
3: This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa signature card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com altitudego to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply.
4: See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. All
0: right, let's get to the NFL now. Football to football. The Baker Mayfield trade is in the books. Is Jimmy G next? Niners haven't had much luck finding a willing trade partner for Garoppolo. You don't say, Nick. Fox Bet actually has the incumbent 49ers as the pretty heavy favorite to be Jimmy G's Week 1 team, followed by Seattle and New Orleans. All right, Nick, you surprised San Francisco with such big favorites to keep Jimmy G? No,
3: I'm not surprised. And listen, America, there's going to be some David Copperfield-level sleight of hand That is about to be uh, exhibited by at least one and maybe both of my uh, co-hosts when they try to act like this. These odds are that Jimmy G is the Niners week one starter as opposed to on the roster. So, but Wilds, let me let me let me ask you a question. Here's why I'm not surprised. You ever had a sectional sofa? One of those giant, you know what I mean? Like three-level le- couches. You ever had one of those before yes. in, in, oh, any point in your life? Yes, of course. Okay. yeah, Very comfy. Yeah, it is delightful. You know what's not delightful about those? Trying to get rid of them. Throw it on Craigslist. Yeah. You're like, hey, I paid $2,000 for this. I'll sell it to you for $200. You know how that usually ends up working? You got to pay someone to come take it from you. You're like, well, I can't just throw it on the street. Nope. You're not going to give me any money for it? Mm-hmm. Nope. In fact, I have a truck you don't, you have to give me 50 bucks just to take it off your hands. And that is the position we're in with Jimmy Garoppolo. And what is going to happen in this segment is I am once again going to be yelled at and going to be the vessel for what is the 49ers opinion of Jimmy Garoppolo, the NFL's opinion of Jimmy Garoppolo and Las Vegas bookmakers opinion of Jimmy Garoppolo, because I have been in lockstep. With Kyle Shanahan and 31 other head coaches or GMs. That Jimmy Garoppolo is, is not someone you want to be your starting quarterback. And now we are to the midpoint of July, Brew, and nobody will trade for him. Nobody will pick him up. And all of a sudden, I don't know if it's the slow death of QB wins, or I don't know what it is, but I know this. Yeah. Hard to get someone to want to pay Jimmy Garoppolo 25 million bucks. That's a hard thing. The Niners are finding that out. So he's about to be a very expensive backup if they don't outright release him.
2: All right, uh, Nick, first of all, your sectional sofa analogy sounded a lot mm-hmm. like what happened with your boy Baker Mayfield, who literally had they to gave pay three something. and a half million dollars to no. get. Yeah, they gave he up gave something. up still, it, but he had to give up money. He had to literally say, look, I'll take less. He'll get it back. I'll take $3.5 million yeah. less just for you to take me. Please. Yeah. They, but they I beg of you. Something. Take me. up a pick. All right. So so there's that. Secondly, Jimmy, to, I agree with you. The answer is no. I am not surprised at all that Jimmy Garoppolo's likely to be with the 49ers next year. and the But the reason is different from you, Nick. And I appeal to your logic because you are a man of logic. And Wilds and I have been taking you to task about Jimmy G. All right. Taking you to the woodshed every for months now about Jimmy G. Yeah. But what even emboldened him. my stance was when I was listening to Colin Cowherd and Michael Silver, NFL insider, yesterday after they had talked to sources inside the Niners organization. Listen to this, Nick.
4: His delivery is they're kind of rebuilding it. He gets arm fatigue. It's not an easy throw. He's had he needs days off. Yeah. And they're worried yeah, I've, about I've, his I've yep. and, they're, too, yeah. yep. um, and they're worried yeah. about his accuracy. The he
2: is Trey Lance. Nick. Oh my God. He needs days off. We're in summer. They're rebuilding his throwing motion. He's not accurate? Well, the, oh, can I ask this you is question? why they're not moving Jimmy G. This is why they're not moving Jimmy G. Because they're not sure about Trey Lance. Or maybe they are sure about Trey Lance, and they're sure he's they not ready next to get year. Him. And you have got to Okay. Here's the thing. And, Nick, uh, again, I'm appealing to your logic. All right? Because it's not yeah. just about, you know, just about quarterback wins. But the bottom line is you play to win the game. And here's the deal. When Jimmy G is healthy, the Niners win. Okay? In 2019, he played 16 games. They went to the Super Bowl. In 2020, he played six games. They went 6-10. and Same team. In 2021, he played 15 games. They went to the NFC title. In his two healthy seasons in the—hold on. In his, I'm again, I'm trying to appeal to the your logic. There it is. The, and there you can look at that. I mean there it there, is. The, that's fact. In his listen to me though, Nick. In his two healthy Drew. seasons in the NFL. I'm, please, please listen. In his two healthy seasons in the NFL, he has led his team at least to the NFC title game. This is- and that same team with the boy wonder head coach, with the offensive genius Kyle Shanahan, has gone 8-28 and 28 when Garoppolo is injured and 31-14 and 14 when he plays. You can't poo-poo that. You can't. And I'm not saying he's an all-pro. I'm say not something. saying he's a future yeah, of famer I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers. Let me finish. I'm not saying any of that, but you cannot sit there and say this guy doesn't impact winning. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, what in the world do you want? For one team
3: to try to acquire him or for his own team to not trade three first-round picks for his replacement. This is where I get frustrated. I am not the Niners. I am not the Seahawks. I am not the Steelers or the Panthers or any of these teams Seahawks are that have tanking. needed quarterbacks and won't trade for him. Is every team tanking? Is This is... See, w- Wilds, we Steelers are in mid-July. You guys all told me, you guys all told me that he would get a team before Baker. You guys all told me he was a quarterback wins Mastro, and that the right team is a perfect fit. He and is. And now, no one will trade for him. His own team wants to uh, trade for three-first round to move off of him.
2: Okay. You, well, well, has anyone his made problem is he him? gets hurt. His problem is he gets hurt. Well, that's a big and problem, he's hurt now. buddy. I mean, he's just getting made a trade just getting over for him. Yeah, but you've never said that. You've never said, you know, Jimmy G can win, but he's hurt too much. I could accept that, but you want to sit here and poo poo a track record? Show the graphic again. Please, show me the graphic again. You want to poo poo the facts. I mean, look at the names on this list. Can I, I, they, they won't listen to me. I don't know. You Thank paid you. them not to show Guys, it. I don't know. because It's Guys, ridiculous. We are
0: only it's about 25 minutes into the show. We got to keep going. And let me tell you guys, these two actually love each other, love each other, Uh, but we got to move on.
3: Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than factor your ultimate solution to better eating. Each factor meal is always fresh, chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat, and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So, what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash first things first 50 and use code first things first 50 to get 50% off. That's code first things first 50 at factormeals.com slash first things first 50 to get 50% off. Fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today.
0: Run the fast break. Start with Donovan. Been wondering ever since Utah dealt Rudy Gobert to the T-Wolves if Donovan Mitchell would be next. But Wendy reported yesterday, Mitchell is standing pat right now. Not going to force any action. Will play this season with the Jazz. Broussard, if Donovan plays next season for the Jazz, it's hard to also play for the Knicks-Wilds team at the same time, you know, logistically. (laughs) You love or hate Donovan playing next season in Utah.
2: I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right, first of all, I'm just tired of the trade demands when you got three, four years left on your deal, which is what the case is yes. with Donovan Mitchell. So Thank I like you. that. All right, stick, stick to your gun. If you're that guy, lead your team. We're not expecting him to lead them to a championship, but, you know, lead them to the play-in. Lead them to the playoffs. You still got Jordan Clarkson. Liam. You still got Boan Bogdanovich. You, you still got Mike Conley. So lead them. All right, you've been complaining about Rudy Gobert. He's out. It's your team. Do your thing. All right, and Wilds, there's this. The All-Star Game is in Salt Lake City this year. Donovan will get the great honor, and I've seen it firsthand, when it's your city, when players get to host the All-Star Game and the other players try to get you the MVP award and all that, it'll be a great experience for Donovan. I think that's a big part of why he's content to stay there this season. And he's only 20. He'll be 26 in November, I believe. So, he's still young. So, yeah. I, this is not Kevin Durant at 34, and you only got a few years left to do it. So, I'm cool with this, Wiles. Now, relax. He's not going to the Knicks anyway. So, just chill.
1: I, okay. All right. Okay. I am relaxed. In fact, I, I'm so relaxed, like, I, I am falling asleep on the All-Star take. Can can you tell uh, me? <laughs> honestly. <laughs> just honestly that the jazz are are rebuilding everybody knows it it birthed a thousand brian winhorst memes got it go bears out the picks are in coaches out new coaches in why should donovan care because donovan mitchell care about being in the all-star game in utah why does that do anything for him at all He's got a slam dunk championship if he wants some All-Star. Why does that matter? Does, does anyone care? Like, I know it's like a, it it kind of lines up. Oh, the All-Star game's in Utah. Donovan's in Utah. Maybe yeah, But like, well, why should he care where the rubber meets the road? I don't see any benefit from Donovan being there in a Jazz jersey. be like, welcome to to the Jazz. It's his I play city. here normally. Well, it's no, benefit.
0: No.
3: Who cares? It's the benefit for the franchise. What the, it's the benefit for the franchise more than for Donovan. Uh, so I think that's why they are not in a rush to trade him. I'll tell you why he's not in a rush to be traded in just a moment. But first of all, for Brew and Jenna, you know, saying, I'm sick of, you know, these guys demanding trades with three years left on their contract. I, I would have more, I would agree with you more if the Jazz didn't just trade a guy with four years left on his contract. Like, it's got to be, it, it goes both it, ways, fellas. It's different. Rudy Gobert trade. wasn't, I, no, it, it, I, I know that
2: there are such things as employers the, and employees okay in life i under listen right i i get it yeah and there are some employees
3: that have leverage and finally get to stick it to the man for the rest of us that don't and and so sometimes for about a year when the employer left. has all the power yeah. that okay that's your standard
2: we'll see how, I'm how much you, sticking it, there is in the next collective bargaining agreement We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how well, tough they are when they get locked right. out and listen, they come back
4: after. Listen, eight America. Eight
2: Brew can take the side of the
3: billionaires and the ruling class and it the It ain't elite. that. It's the side I, of the I, On the other hand, I'm on the side of the proletariat man and, of the the and the worker. Here's the conversation I, we went into. If Rudy Gobert can be traded with four years left on his deal. I've been with the Guys want to demand trades as long as... Well, yeah, yeah, but as as the beard gets a little grayer, the takes get a little more pro-management. I've seen it so many times. However, let me explain to you why Donovan is not demanding a trade. That went sideways. Because he does have three years left on his deal, and so he would not have a lot of agency over where he goes. And I think Donovan does... Have some places he would like to go, so he'll try out this year, get the All Star experience, see what it's like without Rudy Gobert, and then next summer, I, I would imagine Danny Ainge and the Jazz were like, "Hey, help us through this year, and next year, if you want to move on, we, we will give you, you know, some veto power over a few destinations." I'm not, I, I'm not reporting that. That's the logical end to me is that both parties are getting something here, where Donovan will have more say over where he goes. Well, yeah, except for that party in Salt Lake, man. It happens, It's It's a party in Salt Lake. They need something there. I'm
0: just letting you know. See? You're not reporting it, but it sounds like something Danny Ainge would do. That's what you're saying. Good guy. Number one pick, Paolo Boncaro, making his summer league debut last night. Really solid start for the 6'10 Duke product, 17, 4, 6 assists, and a win over Jabari Smith's Rockets. All right, Wilds, what'd you learn from Paolo's debut last night?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Here Here he comes. There was. What do you mean, here it comes? I'm not saying it's summer league. (laughs) Here it comes. I thought he looked good. I asked the producers to pull one pass that I was very impressed with. I said, you know what? magic look good now granted they lost their frisky title i stripped it from them after not drafting chet but they they can get it back we will be announcing the new frisky team next thursday the frisky 14th magic are in the running they are in the running right now they are in the frisky pool I, good for paulo was it chet-esque uh, not quite but
0: still a strong performance did he just dribble the ball up the court?
2: Okay. Jenna? He, he looked great. They are, are not going that. Sometimes I called. don't know whether I say Those that or think that. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. No, it was like I that I said that. Nick alluded to this when we talked about it a few days ago that Salt Lake City is kind of like Summer League Light. All right. And he's right. Yeah, uh, Chet was playing against guys that won't see the light of day in the NBA, and these are draft. I mean, he went against Jabari Smith and ate him up. I, I might add. All right, and and a lot of other good players, good NBA players out there. You know, young guys. Uh, he looked good, and and you guys know I'm on Chet. I'm not jumping off Chet. All right, but you saw Nick. The difference. It was striking between a guy that already has an nba body an nba ready body and a guy who doesn't i mean Paolo's moves were strong they were say. decisive his J was on uh he looked good uh so i i thought it was very impressive i thought it was just what the magic would want to see considering that chet Holmgren just had a terrific debut so yeah good for them i thought Paolo looked great and i thought I watched him at Duke several times. He looked a lot more aggressive yesterday than I'd seen him in most cases at Duke. So I I loved what I saw from Brian Carroll.
3: Yeah, listen, I, unlike Kevin Wilds, am going to be very consistent with my opinion on this stuff. Unless you look just woefully in over your head, I don't care about... Summer League, whether it's the Vegas version, the Salt Lake City version, the Lake Tahoe version, the Des Moines, Iowa, where Broussard oddly spent some formative years version, I don't (laughs) care about it. The producers made, don't put it up please, the producers made a fancy per 36 graphic, Chet versus Paulo. Guess what to our wonderful producers? Throw it in the trash, because per 36 Summer League minutes, mean nothing I am not going to let Wilds try to set the narrative this is Wilds trying to lay a rhetorical trap which is if I can get them to say good things about someone else's summer league performance it then can validate in a few days when Chet has a good summer league performance against guys who are about to be playing in La Liga so, no, I won't do it. I am a conscientious <laughs> objector to Summer League takes, Jenna, and we can just move right on.
2: Oh, right, Nick. Let's move that's from so this fun. I like League. I think Chet is going yeah, to wow. have
3: a, a good game, though. So
1: Chet had the night off last okay, night.
3: Okay, so we can move on. Well,
2: remember, he's we rooting for Chet. Wow. Take for
0: control of your line, show, he's Jenna. for Chet. Okay, he ran. No, take he control of the show. We're moving on. He's- Welcome back. We got NBA champion Twan Walker with us. Twan, good morning to you. uh, We're talking Kevin Durant. Where does he end up next season? Who is trading for him? What are they willing to pay? So everyone wants him, but according to Wendy, no team's in a big rush right now to pad any of the initial offers that they all made. Nick, let me start with you here. Should a team break the bank to land Kevin Durant?
3: Well, as we've discussed, the answer is yes, but with a caveat. The caveat of you must have enough in the bank that after you break it, you can still win a title. Right. So that so it does constrict the teams uh, quite a bit. But there are a lot of guys that I would, if if the salary cap rules allowed it, trade straight up for Kevin Durant. I would trade Devin Booker straight up for Kevin Durant. I know Booker's almost a decade younger. I think Durant is, so, is wow. that much better, particularly on the defensive end, I would do it. I would trade uh, LeBron straight up for Kevin Durant because of the age difference and because one could argue that Durant currently is the better player. I would trade Anthony Davis or, you know what, I would trade either of the Clippers, straight Kawhi or Paul, Paul George or Kawhi, straight up for Kevin Durant because Durant's an injury concern, Kawhi's a bigger injury concern. Uh, but there are hmm. 10 guys, Antoine, I would not— Trade straight up for Kevin Durant. Some are on this list because they are flatly better. Everyone on this list is younger than him. And some are on this list because I think they have 10 plus all star games left in them. And KD has nowhere close to it. We can show the list. I would not, obviously, you're not trading Giannis Luka, Steph, Embiid, Jokic. I don't think anybody's trading any of those five guys straight up for Kevin Durant. I would argue you don't trade Jason Tatum at this point for Kevin Durant. I think Tatum right now is 85% of Kevin Durant and eight years younger. I would not trade Ja. I would not trade Zion straight up for Kevin Durant. And the Anthony Edwards and Evan, Mo- Evan Mobley Antoine I know is going to be the controversial one. I think Evan Mobley, Mobley could be this generation's Kevin Garnett. He's 21 years old. I love him. I don't want to particularly just get in the weeds and make this an Evan Mobley topic. So if you want to cross him off mentally, that's fine. But those, So I would trade Scottie Barnes. And I love Scottie Barnes. just one rookie of the year. But those 10 guys, forget adding extra assets. Those 10 guys, I would not give you one for one for Kevin Durant.
5: I, I like the list. I think you got seven out of 10, right? Um, the bottom three guys in that list, I would trade immediately. Zion, Anthony Edwards, and Mobley, I would trade. immediately. it wouldn't even, it wouldn't seconds to make that trade. The other seven guys, I think Kevin Durant has to play alongside them to be able to make a real title run. Because one thing that's unique about um, Kevin's trade is that he has to play with another superstar to make this work or even make sense to me. It kind of reminds me of the trade, Nick, back in 2019 when you talk about that um, Anthony Davis trade. I think it was a three-team trade when the Lakers gave up all those young assets to acquire AD, and then produce the NBA championship to play with LeBron. I think that's the type of situation you have to put Kevin Durant in if I was a team. I want to be able to partner him with some of the guys that's on this list. And if you can partner with one of these guys, now you have a legitimate chance to win a title. That's the only way I'm giving up my assets for Kevin Durant. If I'm not putting him on that type of team, I'm not giving up my assets for him. Because he's coming in and just being a a guy 33 years old with four years on his contract and playing with a bunch of young guys. It's, it was not going to be, it's not going to work. It'll be like LeBron when he first went to the Lakers. You know, not won't be a playoff team. They right. won't make it. So right, I like right. Kevin Durant alongside a superstar. Go ahead, Wiles. What you think? What are what you right. don't like about that right. That tape?
1: I mean,
4: I, I, Your points, I'm just shocked that Tatum, I,
1: I'm shocked that Tatum is on there. I'm shocked. First of all, about Kevin Durant being thirty-three, he just outplayed in September. First of all, it's the closest sweep of all time. Did so, he not? Uh, Let's uh, slow down on, on, <laughs> on, on <laughs> the True. Celtics defense True. as a whole. <laughs> as a whole, gave KD problems, but when it came to the finals, you saw the difference between a superstar and a top fifteen player of all time. And if you go back, Broussard, you know this. The last 40 championships, only four of those did not have a top 15 guy on the team. I'm talking about all-time 15. They were Chauncey's Pistons, the, Cel- the big three Celtics, Kawhi and the Raptors, and Dirk. Which brings me to Kawhi. If I was the Celtics, I'd be like, you know what? What, what if we just went all in and did a controversial move? and did the DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi move that got the Raptors the championship. That could be a Tatum-KD thing. Do you think that KD would play like Jason Tatum in the finals, Broussard? Where Jason Tatum no, had 100 turnovers and didn't show up? would be much better. He'd they be would win you're right. KD you're right. and the Celtics would beat the Warriors. So I would do that trade in a heartbeat. You
3: know you what? You would
6: trade Jason Why? Tatum in a I,
2: heartbeat? I... I
1: yeah,
6: for
2: Kevin Durant. I gotta give you some credit. Are we, credit, ta- are we w- talking about this? Yeah, I think that's a. I don't hate that take, Wilds. I do not hate that take because here's the thing: the Celtics are about championships. Nick, what the, your reasoning, which is sound, is that Jason Tatum obviously is much younger. He's great, and you're going to be in contention for the next seven years with Jason Tatum. Sure. Yes. But are you going to win either. it? Are you going to win it? Well, it didn't look like it. With Kevin Durant, you have a legitimate... You have a better chance next year of winning it if you have Kevin Durant. That's a good take, Watts. Here's where I'm going to go with your list, Nick. Mobley, I'm with Twan. The last three guys... I mean, Zion, I would not do Zion if I didn't have injury concerns about him. But I got major injury concerns. All right, so because of that, I would trade Zion, and I got... CJ McCollum Brandon Ingram and Kevin Durant I can contend with that and Minnesota Anthony Edwards before they made the Rudy Gobert trade I wouldn't have done it because I don't think that team would have won a championship but now you got Gobert, you got Karl-Anthony Towns you still got D'Angelo Russell yeah. and drop KD in there they could could they wouldn't be like definitive favorites but they would have as good a shot as anyone of winning the championship next year. And who Minnesota may never, ever have a legitimate chance to win a championship. And with Kevin Durant, they would. And I think Anthony Edwards, as charismatic as he is, great personality, superstar, I wouldn't be surprised in a few years if he's thinking, Minnesota's too small for me. I need to be in Brooklyn. I need to be in New York. I need to be in LA, like the big city, the bright light. So, I think that could become a concern down the road. Uh, yeah, okay. i do Edwards. To,
3: to me, trading Kevin Durant for Anthony Edwards would be like if someone says, would you, I will give you, you can have one of two choices. You can have $1 million right now, or you can have $300,000 a year for the next 10 years. It's like, well, it's option B, right? Like, I, trading, trading the next decade plus of Anthony Edwards because right now your chances get slightly higher when it's not. It's not like it would be a guaranteed title. And, and all and on the Tatum thing, and I just want to throw this to to Antoine. If we are ranking players in the league, I you know I haven't done the updated list. I know Giannis is one. I know Luca is two, and then we got to filter it down from there. How far is Tatum from Kevin Durant on those rankings? Is it six to eight? Is it five to nine? And then when you when you consider the age part of it, to me, I, I I here's what I can guarantee you. I guarantee you the Celtics would not make that trade. That they are not trading Jason Tatum for Kevin Durant. I guarantee that.
5: Okay. Well, Nick, let's That's start with this. First of all, you just said Nick, you said let's make our list of who the best players in the league are. It goes, Giannis, Kevin Durant. Are you all right? Are you feeling good this morning? Kevin Durant, the second wait, best wait. player in the NBA. Thank you. What are we talking, talking about, about? Let's let let's stop talking about like Kevin Durant is not the second best player in the league. So we don't it's not like how far is t- Tatum hold is on. way down. Tatum is down when it comes to hold on comparing a those two guys. No, this is a two-time wait, on, champion, no, a two, you, two-time the MVP. Let's not
3: forget this. And and LeBron's a four-time champion and four-time finals MVP, and I am not uh, keeping him there. You know why? Because he won zero playoff games this year. Let me check the list real quick. Kevin Durant, healthy. Kyrie Irving, healthy. Zero playoff wins this year. And Brew, close sweep or not, hold on. I think, Brew, you'll be with me. Are we just going to pretend that... Who outplayed who? That, oh, yes. Tatum outplayed Durant. No, Tatum, exactly. Tatum did outplay. And, and that Tatum does not... Pratt. Yes. And that does not... Nec- outplaying a guy in one series, it does not make you jump him in the rankings. I understand that. But are we just going to act like that the last three years of Kevin Durant's career didn't happen? Because he missed a year with injury. They then, last year, well, we were count, disappointed. Last year, they went out in round two. And, he okay, was not so throw that out. and this
2: year they got swept was in round dis-
5: one. He, he had, he was not disappointed. He had a couple games in the playoffs that wasn't good. He bounced back. You didn't like his game four performance. You didn't like how he went out, even though they got swept. You didn't I like don't how like he, like he bounced. Any I,
3: performances down 3-0 he, in round one? How about that? Okay. He scored seventy five. Okay, didn't like it. You're
5: down 3-0 in round one. He, he, play, he played he, with, he played with a guy that played twenty nine games that decided to sit out half the year. What you expect from him. the year before he played by himself in the playoffs? Don't do that. Don't. No, you, that's the every same single exact game thing. In the playoffs last but you, year but, before, give, but you give, but you give LeBron James, you give LeBron praise for averaging thirty on a team that finished 11 and won no, thirty-three games.
3: I, I'm not. No, I don't. So I give do, him the same praise. Do you see praise. LeBron on this list? I, I'm not. Hold
5: on. Hey, I, I said. I said Kevin, Kevin Durant, ago. I think Durant, Durant, Durant has the arguments best. better Kevin than LeBron Durant. right now. Kevin Durant is the second best player in the NBA right now. It
2: goes Giannis, KD. I disagree KD. That. Okay. That's fine. Bruce, I'm do you, you think can. he's number two? I I'm mean, I'm I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. And so did I. Two.
0: Half the times I forget we're on a show. I'm sitting <laughs> listening in
2: entertainment.
0: First things first, back to the NFL now with Baker down in Carolina. All eyes turn to the other big-name QB we assumed would be on the move this offseason. Jimmy Garoppolo. Niners haven't had much luck finding a willing trade partner for Jimmy G. Fox Bet actually has the incumbent 49ers as the pretty heavy heavy favorite to be Jimmy G's week one team, followed by Seattle and New Orleans. Former head coach Eric Mangini will be our week one analyst, followed by his son Jake and his other son Luke. But Nick, let me start with you. Are you surprised San Francisco is such a big favorite to keep Jimmy G?
3: No, I'm not surprised. I, and I'm so glad Coach is here because I was attacked by a bombardment of nonsense about an hour ago. So here's the deal. I uh, do not pray at the altar of quarterback wins the way some of my co-hosts do. So Jimmy G has been a hot-button topic. And here's what I know unequivocally, and Brew, despite the fact that he looks like he just bit into a lemon, will, will have to agree to this. If days into the offseason, Jimmy G was traded for a first-round pick, Brew and Wilds would have taken a victory lap. See, Nick? He's valued. Teams want him. Look at what they would give up for him. And now we are months into the offseason season. And no one will give up even a conditional pick for him. And you know what their answer is? See, Nick, he's valued. The ni- Look at this stupid graphic. And the Niners record in 2017 sucked. So, therefore, ipsum, epsum, Jimmy G quarterback wins. Okay, listen, coach. The Niners, as a team, have watched him play for years. They traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. <laughs> The league as a whole have watched him play for years. Nobody wants him. So why is he a favorite to be on the Niners? Because nobody will trade for him. So no, I'm not surprised by that. It is about how I thought it would go. And so, no, I'm not surprised. And coach, add some sanity to make it happen. Jimmy G, please.
6: Well, there's there's a couple different avenues to take here. On the San Francisco front, it makes sense why they, they... Could potentially want to keep him around. I, I thought they should have played Trey Lance a lot more last season, uh, as as part of packages for him to get experience, for guys to be able to to feel comfortable with him, and and to just uh, in a meaningful way get him get him ready for the role that he's eventually going to take. But they didn't do that, and there's there's a real comfort mm-hmm. level with Jimmy G, and there's a comfort level in the locker room with the players with Jimmy G. His salary isn't isn't ridiculous. Uh, so that so there's that aspect where they could wait another season, carry Jimmy G, see where where Trey is, and feel comfortable knowing that they can compete with 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 Jimmy. So that's one avenue. The second thing is the Sam Bradford yes. approach, where where you hold on. Quarterbacks are like currency, and inevitably, some quarterback is going to get hurt during the uh, during training camp or during the pre-season games, or some team is going to look at their quarterback situation and say. We, we can't do this, and we're close to winning, and we have a chance. Or we're close to getting fired, and and we need a chance. And and that's where you get real value. Ha. Remember, Bradford got got that change or traded for like a first and a fourth. First. So you want to hold that yep. currency as long as as you possibly can. Okay, Coach, you very
2: calmly and subtly mm-hmm. dismantled Nick's argument. All right, you did it in, in such a calm manner that he didn't even feel it yet. He doesn't even know you just crushed his his argument. I'm going to take a sledgehammer to it. All right, and and he he likes to poo poo quarterback wins, but coach, you play to win the game. I'm not trying to sound like Herm Edwards, but it's true. You play to win the game, and one th- I'm not saying Jimmy G Nick's gonna overstate what I'm saying. I'm not saying Jimmy G is a future Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's an all-pro. Oh, I'm not even saying he's a pro bowler. All right? What I am saying is his impact on winning, some of it for what you said, like the players love him. He's, you know, just he's just a winner. All right? And his main problem for a guy that's a good, not great quarterback is he's injured too much. When he's healthy, though, they go to the NFC title game. He's been healthy two seasons in his career, and each time they got at least to the final four. And this is, and Kyle Shanahan, everybody loves boy one year wonder, uh, offensive genius. Yet without Jimmy G, he's eight and 28. With Jimmy G, he's 31 and 14. So all I'm saying, Nick, is that the reason the Niners want to keep Jimmy G is because they know if he's healthy, they can win. And Colin Cowherd and Michael Silver said they talked to people within that organization, and there are major questions in the Bay Area about Trey Lance. Can we see this clip from their podcast?
4: His delivery is, they're kind of rebuilding it, he gets arm fatigue. It's not an easy throw. He's had. He needs days off. Yeah. And they're yeah, worried I've, about his. I've yep. And they yeah. Yep. Um, and they're worried yeah. about his accuracy.
2: I mean, my goodness, okay. that's the trifecta. We re- we are re- so rebuilding his question, throwing uh, motion. He needs days off, okay. and he's not accurate. Yeah, they better keep Jimmy
3: okay. G. Yeah. So okay. So here's my question, Wilds. Is there anything that could have happened regarding Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason that you and Brew would not use to confirm your prior opinions? That's my question. What could, because what we have seen is Jimmy G, the moment the season ended, say, I'm ready to be traded, talked about his next team. Kyle Shanahan come out and say, yeah, we were going to trade him, not hold on to him for some currency, not hold on to him as some insurance policy, not make him our week one starter, and then Jimmy G had a surprise surgery we weren't ready for. We then saw quarterback movement and Baker Mayfield get traded. We've seen all these things, and yet the opinion is, see, told you so, league loves Jimmy G. So it is an honest question. What event could have occurred that would make either one of you say, maybe we are higher on Jimmy Garoppolo than the NFL is? Could anything have happened?
1: Okay, no.
3: And I think that's a fair
1: statement that we're <laughs> higher on Jimmy G than the NFL is. Bob, I think that's he fair. Is. Yeah. Broussard and I are higher on Jimmy G than the NFL is. Would I have traded a boatload of picks for Trey Lance? I probably wouldn't have if I'm winning with Jimmy G. I think that's fair. My biggest question is this. I'm a little bit like uh, Marlowe at the end of The Wire, Nick. You know, remember the scene where Marlowe goes yeah. down to the Cayman Islands and he says, you know what? I'd like to see I'd my see money. see that. I'm like, huh? Like, no, it's there. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to see it. That's me and Trey Lance. It. So I heard that Jerry Rice was just running routes from him, and the mm-hmm. quote is, "He, I'm sure with repetitions on the field, he's going to have a successful year. I didn't see it. And then last year, he's completed 41 completions. Okay, I probably need to see a little bit more. How about if I grind some college <laughs> tape? Well, last year in college, uh, he played one game and had 15 completions. So in the course of two years... I've got a lot of scouts telling me how great Trey Lance is, but I've got 56 completions and a Jerry Rice quote. Meanwhile, I got yes. Jimmy G leading teams to the playoffs <laughs> when he's healthy and beating Aaron Rodgers. So I just I I I trend towards beating the Aaron guy Rodgers. that I can see in the playoffs. But
6: yeah, it, well, it, yeah. But
3: scored. <laughs>
1: They
6: scored one time. In, oh in fairness to Nick here, the forty the 49ers who had the most information were willing to trade away the future to, to get Trey Lance. So they obviously don't fundamentally believe in Jimmy G. And the other thing is when it came down to crunch time, what did they do? They took the ball out of his hands. So that's uh that's another pretty Thank strong you. indication that they don't feel that great about him. Yeah. Now what what's could be terrible is they trade all these draft picks, they pick up a guy and they feel even less confident in him that they can't move on and make this transition to, 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 to the next the next phase and that's, that organizationally is, is a huge problem.
3: I don't know, Coach. All Jimmy right, G well, was great Jimmy on G. that punt block <laughs> touchdown to win that game against Rodgers. He <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was cheering his ass off on the sidelines. Give me <laughs> a break. Multiplier.
2: Well, he hasn't been moved.
3: So we're, we're high on Jimmy
2: G. You're high on Trey Lance. Okay.
0: First things first, we got Coach Mangini back with us, and we're talking Baker Mayfield this morning. So back in 2018, Baker's new offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo, was out of football, but he did share his analysis of the quarterbacks drafted with the New York Post. This was what he had to say about Baker at the time, remember, at the time. said, I didn't see a lot of pro-style football in his college tape. I didn't think he was a great athlete. This guy's kind of like a pocket quarterback that's short with small hands, and that's what I worry about. Oh, Ben. Ben, 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 Ben. Next time, pull the old Bill Belichick. Use words and say nothing. Nick These two have to work together. Was this something or nothing?
3: I I think it's mostly nothing. And I also, to be honest, with, I guess, a little due respect, care about as much about Ben McAdoo's evaluation of the 2018 draft as I do Bob McAdoo's. Bob McAdoo, by the way, the 38th greatest player of the last 50 years. You can hear more about that on the podcast. What's right with Nick Wright? Because here's the deal. I, I, I went back and looked. Here was Ben McAdoo's quarterback rankings for 2018. It starts really well. Number one, Josh Allen. Oh, he's done well. Number two, Lamar Jackson. Okay. Number three, Sam Darnold. Number four, Josh Rosen. Double yikes. I also loved Rosen. Number five, Mason (laughs) Rudolph. And number six, Baker Mayfield. So, I guess you have some hits and some misses there. Josh Rosen, one of the least impactful first-round picks in NFL history. Mason Rudolph, the biggest impact he ever had in the NFL was his head getting impacted by his own helmet with the old whack a from Miles Garrett. Sam Darnold's been the worst quarterback in the league the last two years, and Baker's won a playoff game. So, you know, you have some hits and misses. I think Ben McAdoo coach knows Baker's is starting quarterback, so they'll make nice and make up.
6: You know, you and I have been together for a long time and I've been around a lot of your quarterback evaluations and there's been some pretty significant I'm misses over time. Yeah. <laughs> there's been some misses. But look but you're you're not you're not, like alone. It is, you're not alone. It's it's one of the it's yeah. one of those positions that's consistently misevaluated in the NFL and you gotta give Ben credit for his first two. But how many how many teams hit on right on the first two yes. quarterbacks in terms of their, their evaluation? and and Tom Brady reminds us year in and year out how wrong quarterback evaluations can be so it's a, it's an imperfect science and and when you're evaluating something from from outside the league you have less access to to the personality you have less access to the information so i, I would imagine there should be some benefit of the doubt based off of, of a uh, evaluation from uh, quite a few years ago and i think they'll be fine in terms of operating together I I am really interested to see, as as Baker goes there, who wanted him? Who wanted him? Did the coaches want him? Did the the management want him? I think that's going to play a bigger role in, in, in terms of his relationship overall than an evaluation from, what was it, 18?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Nick. Um, Go ahead, sir. If Ben McAdoo was just somebody doing podcasts, some ex-coach doing podcasts or something like that, I-, I would be okay with you. But he's their offensive coordinator. So, yeah, it's something. I'm not saying it's insurmountable or it's uh, irreconcilable, it's but it is something because Baker Mayfield probably has seen this and Baker Mayfield probably doesn't like it. Now, it could be something good. Could be, because as Coach what? said yesterday, Baker has actually been at his best when he's been doubted. right? College, throughout his college career, goes to Cleveland, outplays Tyrod Taylor. Hugh Jackson still goes with Tyrod. He comes in, he's upset, something to prove, and he plays great. All right, so I, this could be something good, but it is something nonetheless, wilds because the guy that he's got to impress and play for Doesn't think that much of him right now.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that is a very optimistic outlook on life, Broussard. And I appreciate it. And I think it's helpful in other aspects of life. But it is not helpful here. Baker was also doubted uh, that he could get the ball to Odell. So Odell forced his way out of Cleveland and won a Super Bowl. So being doubted is not always beneficial for Baker. The story that's coming down the pipe, Jenna, is when Ben McAdoo has to get out and do his first press conference, and I pray that the Carolina Panthers PR team is ready for this because we've seen already – Robbie Anderson butchered his press conference when he had to say, oh, no, no, I was supporting Sam Darnold. I, I, I have no issues with Baker, even <laughs> though I wrote, no, on an Instagram. I was actually supporting <laughs> Sam Darnold. And none of the reporters are like, the same Sam Darnold that you, like, low-key threw under the bus when Cam was quarterbacking? Ugh, I'm not sure. So, Ben McAdoo is going to have to address it. My bet is that it will be butchered. And my bet is that it will bother Baker. That I don't believe that Ben McAdoo all total. of a sudden had a total change of heart. He's going to think that there's deficiencies with Baker, and the relationship is off to an odd start. Day one. I'm not saying it's it's a it's second. it's a mountain you can't climb, but it's an odd
3: start to the relationship. Wait a second. It's odd. The Robbie Anderson that? comment came months ago, after it, like it, it, with all the available information. Look at the quote on By okay. the way, his quote is not wrong. His quote what was wrong was the no, ranking. Is no. Baker a pocket quarterback? What what do you mean no? Oh, oh Hold on. Ben Mac- he is a pocket quarterback. Talking about he is short and he does have small hands. Though that's accurate. Because of those things, coach, he he liked a bunch of guys more than him, all of whom are taller than him, all of whom fit the measurables. Better than him, except I think Rosen also had really small hands. Maybe that's why you know I should have done. I wasn't big on the neck size back then, the way I am now. Yeah, I would have never followers. missed on Rosen the way <laughs> if I had gotten that part right. <laughs> but coach, I think, and so I don't think it is as much of a hurdle. If Ben McAdoo at, at last year was in the media and was like, "You can't win with Baker Mayfield. The guy's too polarizing. Teammates don't like him. He's inaccurate. That's a problem." But Ben McAdoo. Giving an evaluation of where he thought he was in a draft class four years ago—that wasn't personal shots. Most of it is just physical characteristics. I do not think that is a big hurdle to get over. I, you tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I—I I, I view the Robbie Anderson thing way more damaging than this.
6: In—in in, in the grand scheme of things, with all the the negative comments about Baker Mayfield, this is this is pretty small. And look, Robbie Anderson's comment a, a while back. I imagine it probably was based on, on Sam Darnold trying to have a relationship. I don't think that's that's pure make believe. I could, that's that's believable. And and there's things things change all the time. You go from from team to team. You, there's tons of movement. Things are said. And at the end of the day, what are we what are we all trying to do? We're trying to to to, to win and and be as effective as possible. And everybody there is is on a one year deal in, in a way. Baker is you know, potentially the coaching staff is. So you're going to put those, you're going to put those comments and, and any issues to bed really quickly and just move forward.
0: Normally you say yes. Baker's a sensitive guy. We all know that. He was sensitive with Odell. Wilds, well I'm with you. I think this is something. I think he's a sensitive guy and you might read too far into this. All right, stores to start your morning sponsored by Ram Trucks, built to serve. And we got the latest on... The bidding war for KD, or the lack thereof, not happening, at least not yet. According to Wendy, teams around the league, oh, they want him, and they've made initial offers for him, but nobody's in a rush right now to up those offers. Nick, should a team break the bank to land Kevin Durant?
3: Absolutely, but they've got to have enough left in the bank afterwards to still compete. One of the reasons, Brew, this trade is so difficult to make is because the team trading the superstar is not in the position most teams when they trade great players are in, which is, okay, we've we got to tear it all down and start over. The Nets don't have that luxury, if you want to call it that, right? You know, what I mean? The Nets, because they traded all of their own picks to Houston, they want to stay at least mediocre. So they're trying to thread a very small needle here. Here's the other piece of it. Because of Kevin Durant's age and injury history, there are certain guys in the league that, to me, even if you didn't have to throw in a single other asset, I would not trade straight up for Kevin Durant. And here are the 10. I, there's, some of these guys are on this list because they are flatly, unequivocally better. We can show the list, I think, uh, than Kevin Durant. Giannis, Luka, Steph, are just better than Kevin Durant. I don't think you can really argue otherwise. Like, some people, if if after this year's playoffs, you want to still argue Durant's better than Steph, I I don't see how one can do that. Embiid and Jokic, some would say Durant's better, some would say they're better, but they are so much younger, I would not trade them for Kevin Durant. Tatum, to me, is so much younger, and... Can Tatum? Can Jason Tatum be the best player on a champion? I believe the answer to that is yes. Ja is a no-brainer. I wouldn't do it. I think Ja and Zion. Yes, there's injury concern, but he, he's 12 year or 11 and a half years younger than KD. There's injury concerns with KD as well. John Zion to me are future league MVPs, and Anthony Edwards and Evan Mobley to me can they? They have. Between the two of them, my guess is 20 future All-Star appearances and the upside of the best player on a champion. Now, I will admit, I am higher on Evan Mobley than the vast majority of people that don't live in the state of Ohio, but you know what I mean? Let's just, if we were allowed a fourth guy, I only, we're only allowed three on this show, so I have LeBron, Luke, and Zion. If we were allowed a fourth, Brew, planting my flag early on Evan Mobley. But that's the ten guys. I wow. so would I trade okay. Scotty Barnes? Yeah, I would. I would trade Scotty Barnes. But would I trade Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam and a bunch of draft picks? Well then right. now what am I competing for? So I there are 10 guys to me, Brew, that straight up do not have the trade value that Kevin Durant or have more trade value,
2: pardon me, than Kevin Durant. Okay, I- I'm going to get to your list in a second. But you- you're right. Like, this is not an indictment on Kevin Durant that the offers haven't been astronomical. It is just an understanding of the market for a guy that's 34 years old, will be in his 15th season, and has played 90 yep. games over the last three seasons. So if Phoenix tears it down, which I would throw in, say, it's Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. They don't really even want Ayton. So throw in Booker and Ayton then what are they going to, how good are they going to be if they just got Chris Paul and Kevin Durant and a bunch of role players, all right? If Miami gives up Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler for Kevin Durant, how good are they going to be with an old Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, and Kevin Durant? They'll be good, but they're not going to win a championship. And so that is a problem for bad teams. They got to worry about, we give up all our assets, a bunch of draft picks, our young talent, And then a year from now, because we're not that good and we're not a city Durant wants to be in, he's asking for a trade a year from now. If that, he might even do it sooner. So those are the obstacles they face. And here's one other one, Nick, that you didn't throw out because I don't think you agree with, but it's a fact. The Nets don't have to trade Kevin Durant. That is why they are asking for the moon. That is why they're asking for two young stars and then a boatload of first-round draft picks because they know, at the end of the day, we don't have to move Durant Man, if we I'm don't want contact. to. He's got four years left, and I'm not sure how angry he is. All right? I'm not sure he's foot-stomping mad. You know, I'm going to sit out if you don't try. I'm not sure about all that. So I think that's a big part of this, too. But to your list, I, I won't even address the Evan Mobley. You kind of you removed him off the list anyway. Zion... I would do because of the injury concerns. Zion, like I, I gotta be honest, and you notice I've been this way from the start. I'm concerned. All right, is he going to be healthy? The body we've seen, guys, like going to be healthy. The body we've seen, guys, like that. Eventually, the back or some some uh, joints give out. Larry Johnson, guys like that. So I'm worried about Zion in that regard. If I didn't have health concerns. You're right. I wouldn't do it. But right now, I'm looking at Kevin Durant, C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram. I think I can compete in the West World Championship. So I would do that. Anthony Edwards, I would not have done a week and a half ago before the trade for Rudy Gobert was made. But now, I'm looking, if I'm Minnesota, I'm saying, I got Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Kevin Durant. I may never have another opportunity to win a championship. Utah's a great, really great franchise, never's won an NBA championship. Indiana, Denver, great NBA franchises, never won a championship. You gotta go after it while the, the getting is good. And they would have a chance next year to win a title. So if I check Wilde's with Durant and I'm like, look, we can win it with you, KD, and he signs off on it, he's okay. Then if totally I'm agree. them, I make that deal because I think Anthony Edwards, that boy's a superstar in the ma- and a celebrity. Got great personality, charisma. I'm not sure in a few years he might not be like, eh. Minneapolis is a little too small for me. I w- I'm looking at the coast, L.A., New York. So Ooh. for those reasons, Wilds, I would I would move <laughs> Ann Edwards for KD.
1: Out with Zion to New York. I know I just got in you with Edwards to New York. the Knicks. I'm getting, I'm getting ready. Get ready, Madison Square Garden. All right, I want to address Tatum. And I know that the Celtics' chemistry and, and team camaraderie was one of the reasons they made it all the way to the finals. That being said, if at halftime of Game 4 of the finals... There was a new change to the NBA bylaws, and players were allowed to be traded during the finals. I think the Celtics win if Kevin Durant is traded for Jason Tatum during the finals. It'd be like a hockey uh, uh, shift change. Like, hey, you're out. I'm in, Kevin Durant. I think they win because we've seen (laughs) championships won by legendary players. In the last 40 years, there's only been four teams that have won a championship without a top 15 player. It was Chauncey's Pistons, it was those big three Celtics, it was Kawhi and the Raptors, and it was Dirk, who, by, for the record, is number 16 on Nick's list. So here's the thing. A lot of these guys will play the same, Nick, during the regular season, but come playoff time, would Kevin Durant show up? Would Kevin, 2 times Finals MVP show up? I think so. Look at Kevin Durant's averages in closeout games and playoff yep. games. Not bad. Third most all time. So maybe, yeah, you know, half dozen one, the six of the other, sure, Joker, whatever. But when the when it's go time, Kevin Durant's going to be there. Yeah. So I would make that Tatum trade immediately. I'd make it mid-game. I'd make it right now. Would you now. trade? That was Brad Stevens.
3: Would you, would you trade Aaron Rodgers? Mm. I'm Wild. sorry, would you trade Justin Herbert for Aaron Rodgers? Wilds. It's not a trick question. Honest question. Justin Herbert no. for Aaron Rodgers? No, I think Aaron. Ro- no, you no. wouldn't. Uh, be, and it, is that because you doubt no, Rodgers the in Packers? the playoffs, or is that because of age? Yeah, if you're the Packers, no, I think if, the Packers. I think, you, I, you, think the, doubt I think the
1: you doubt Rodgers. So. No, I, I would. I I believe in Rodgers. that can bring us to the Super Bowl. I'm not trading the future for now. I'm in the win now business, and oh. that's the reason why so the you, Celtics, oh, okay. as you like to say, haven't won. Since the fall of the Berlin
3: Wall.
0: Since One championship. your line. Way. I'll just feed no. it back okay. to you. Because they're... It's that, the so,
3: future. Brew, he was looking at it from the Packers' perspective. I was asking it from the Chargers' perspective. So, okay. so you're, oh, okay. you're okay. consistent. That, that, so, that was the... I didn't make that clear. That's my fault. Here's the deal. I, there is out there, and Brew made this point earlier. So, this is Brew's point. I'm just uh, amplifying it. The idea that if the Celtics... If the Celtics called... And said, we will give you Jalen Brown plus Marcus Smart or, and picks for Kevin Durant. The idea that the Celtics would say no to that, or I guess if the Nets called, is insane. Just like if, if you right. couldn't make it work cap-wise, Scotty Barnes for Kevin Durant pick, you know, and picks straight up. And that the Raptors wouldn't do that. That, to me, is nuts. And that's why I think some people would say Nick Mobley shouldn't be on there. I'm just making a long-term bet on that. I think Mobley can be the modern Kevin Garnett. So I agree with you in the macro, wilds, but in the micro, on these specific guys, do if I think Jason Tatum right now is 87 percent of the player of Kevin Durant and has more than double the high-level years left. So I am not, I am not making that trade ever. Like, a guy who is eight years younger and almost as good. I Even though they outplayed him in the playoff series, I He's don't nuts. think Tatum's better than Durant. He's not almost really. as good. But I can think I, it's too much time. Go can ahead, I you ask like you this, seconds. Nick?
2: Quick question. Yeah. Would Is Tatum going to lead Boston to a championship? I think Giannis is going to win about
3: seven of them, so maybe not. But neither, Durant would not. So, neither. no. Would, the, Durant, have a good would weekend next party. year?
5: Nope. Giannis. <laughs> nope, Giannis. You enjoy winning the Nick? Giannis, the answer.
0: We'll see you Monday.